I'd like to ask that we have one more word of prayer. Please bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, you know my heart. You know that I've never done anything like this. And you know that I'm very nervous, but please, dear God, you gave me this story. You wrote the story of my heart, and you wrote everybody's stories here. So please, dear God, as you have promised and all throughout the Bible, you will give us power to do everything, and you will give us power to show others what you've done in our lives. So I just pray that you just be here. Send your spirit down with us. Let it be your words and not mine at all because I'm only a vessel to be used by you. Just be with us and keep us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Well, my name is Krista Griffith, and I'm from Bakersfield, California. I lived there my whole life. And I mean, I don't have a crazy story. Some people think that in order to have a good testimony, you have to have crazy things happen to you, but that is not the case. It's okay to just live a life and find God without horrible things happening, but um, I grew up as a fourth or fifth, I believe, generation Adventist, like on all sides of my family. Like, I was raised going to the academy since the first grade, and I was vegetarian. Everything was set. I had a very godly mother and everything, and it was just great, but the thing was, growing up in school, I was different. Um, even in an Adventist school, there were you know, kids who, um, um, their entertainment choices weren't the kinds that my mom would let me watch. Um, I didn't watch horror movies or eat lots of junk food or anything, so I always felt different, like I was on the outside of everybody else's circles, but, and I'm not saying I was a, you know, holy outcast or anything. I didn't understand why that was a good thing. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, if you'd like to turn there. Okay. The Lord says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So... Growing up, I didn't understand that it was a really good thing to be different. I kind of wanted to be like everybody else. It wasn't necessarily real to me the whole time. But nevertheless, God did work in me. He showed me different ways that God did, that he did have a plan for my life, and that it was very much a real thing. So... As I got older, um, when I was 13, I got my first call into baptism. That in itself is another story, but um, 
I got my first call into baptism, and the same night, it was my 13th birthday, it was Sabbath convocation in Bakersfield, and yeah, I was just so happy that my birthday was on the Sabbath, I was so excited, the sermon was great, and I got my first call into baptism, and that night, um, since it was my birthday and after the sun went down, I was with my family and we opened presents, and I got my first smartphone ever. I was so happy that I was going to be like the other kids finally, but looking back, I realized that Satan wasn't going to let me start my spiritual walk without throwing a distraction my way. And eventually, I just let that thing totally control me. I was always on it. I honestly don't think that um, social media and technology addiction is something that's often enough talked about in our churches. Um, it definitely affects a lot of our youth, and I think that that's really what changed me for the worse. Um, when you spend so much time on social media, like Facebook or Instagram or anything, um, it changes the way you think. And it definitely changed the way that I thought. I was never happy. I, was, I became more and more negative. Uh, I slacked off in my schoolwork, and my teachers were starting to notice. And that's honestly what broke my heart. <laughs> because they were my favorite teachers, and before they always saw me as the good kid, but now they're like, oh, she has an attitude and everything. And, but praise the Lord for his grace. Um, so yeah, I was starting to think more impurely, um, started to say words that I normally wouldn't have said before and temptations were just starting to come my way like never before because of what I was letting myself see all the time, all this worldly propaganda that I was always exposing myself to. But after a while of just living like that, and everything, God was still working in my life in different ways, but I felt like I'd slacked off after learning of God's promises and learning of his, learning of the deep things of his word. After a while of not acting on it at the right time and the right way, I felt like I was hopeless spiritually. I was totally in the mindset that, you know, I was being tempted to commit the unpardonable, unpardonable unpardonable sin and just give up completely but God had a bigger plan for me and it wasn't until I came to TVA and spent a whole week away from technology away from the world and just his creation alone and being with godly people in a godly environment that my mind cleared and I didn't think before then that it'd be possible because I let so many things into my head, but 
after being there in Yosemite just for a week of worshiping him and learning how to draw close to him, my desires changed. Even though I felt like I was hopeless, desires to spring, desires to change just sprang up in me. I started to think way differently. I wanted to pray more. And before then, it was just something that I did just because. But I wanted to pray more, and I actually spent a lot more time reading my Bible than I would have. And I didn't think of all the worldly things that I did before. But, and then, and then came one night when um, our staff leader, Diane, was giving her testimony. We, um, we did something symbolic. There was another campfire and like off to the side of the one that we had been at. And we were all given little sticks. And these sticks symbolized sins or something that God was calling us to give up. And um, what I did with my stick, um, and well, if we had decided to give the sins up that the stick symbolized, we would throw the sticks in the fire. What my stick symbolized was my mentality that it was done, that I was hopeless. I threw that mentality in the fire. And praise God for that. <laughs> so the point is, even if you've given yourself away to things that are worldly, no matter how far you think you've gone, God can change our hearts and he can change our desires. It says in... Ezekiel 36, 26, if y'all want to turn there. Um, and when you're there, could you please say amen? Okay. The Lord God says, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. That really hit me and spoke to me, because I thought that I didn't care about other people anymore, and I thought that I was just too into myself, too into the world. But... God told me, hey, Krista, it's not over yet. <laughs> so, as our theme says, stand strong. God will help us stand strong until the end, no matter what has happened. And he will give us that new heart that we need to complete his work. Because, friends, our time is short. And we need to let God give us that heart of flesh. So, to close, I'd just like to give you the last part of Revelation 10:12. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. Our Father is ever with us, and um, it is our time 
to submit ourselves to him and to stay faithful and pick ourselves up. Let God pick us up, even if we feel like it's over, because my friends, it is not. It is not, I can't emphasize that enough. So I'd like to thank you, that is all. Hi, my name is Holly and I'm from Turlock. And my, my, my message today is that no matter where, how lost you think you are and how overwhelmed you feel, God is always there and he will go and find you. And my first verse is Ephesians 2.14. It says, For he is our peace, for who hath made both one. What this means to me is that when, when we feel so broken down, angry, or whatever other feelings, he brings us peace. And I actually have a story to go along with that verse. I was at Oshkosh. Some of you may not know what it is, but that's another story. But um, I got lost, and it was because we were at the evening program, there was tons of people, and I, but when I got lost, I felt overwhelming peace, which for me was strange to me, because usually when I get lost, I just feel so alone. I feel like I, I, like I did something wrong. But this time, I just felt so peaceful, and I just waited. And someone eventually from my club came and got me and said, we were worried about you, which I never really thought of. I never really felt someone would be worried about me. And that just taught me that everyone around me cared for me, even though I may not think it. And then um, there was another time I got lost that same week. And this time it was on a larger scale, which was the camp was pretty large. And I went all the way to the other side of the camp. And I was, after I, the person I came with said, can I go back? I said, sure. Because I thought, oh, I can find my way back. So as I started to go back, I realized I was lost. And I didn't know what to do. I felt angry at myself. I felt like I, didn't, I had done something wrong. And I just felt like I couldn't do anything right if I was going to get lost. But then everyone I came in contact with, they were so nice to me. And I just realized that only God could do that because he, they could have all said, oh, I'm sorry, but we're too busy with our camp. Or they could have made excuses, but they didn't. They all tried to help me. And so I found that a blessing because me, I was always, I always felt like in these stories, I got lost, but I was found. One of them, I was found by another person, which I, in my symbolism, means God always finds me, no matter how lost I am. And the other time, I made my own way, but God, God's hand was guiding me. And to me, this symbolizes how I thought my life was. I always thought I was just lost, no hope, but people in my life have brought me to realize, especially through TBA, that I am worth something. That, and, that I, and that God loves me no matter how awful, what awful things I do, and no matter how worthless I feel. And I have another verse to go with um, being lost. 
If you want to turn with me, it's Luke 15, 4 through 6. And it says, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth he not leave the ninety-nine and go in the wilderness, go after that which is lost, until he find it? When he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. When he cometh home, calls together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have lost what I have found. This is just telling us one of the many ways God loves us. Because no matter how lost I feel, or no matter how worthless, and I feel like it's, not, it's no use going back to God, he, he's always there. And if you just, as it says somewhere, if you just repent, and you shall be forgiven. For if you for, repent, then he shall be righteous and just and forgive us from all our uncleanness. And I just feel that God had really spoke to me through that time because at that time I, f- I felt so angry at myself because I felt I'm lost. What, why can't I do anything right? I can't even get up back to my own camp. I was on the verge of crying. That's how upset I was. But everyone was so helpful and kind that I just, I just, I, I could hardly choke out thank you. That's how appreciative I was. And as you can tell, I was angry through a lot of these times. And as Krista mentioned, but that we threw our sticks in the fire, my, mine was my anger. I felt like it had taken total control of my life. And it still sometimes does, but I pray and it helps me when I pray. And I feel that Proverbs 15.1, for a soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. That has brought, it really impacted me because me, I want to fire back. Everyone wants to fire back when they're offended. But I've learned to just try to keep quiet and if I can't, then just try to leave or do something or answer in a nice, gentle way not to retaliate. And this is my testimony. Happy Sabbath. Okay. As most, my testimony has its ups and downs. Um, But before I begin, would you please bow your heads for prayer? Dear Lord, thank you for this beautiful Sabbath day. Um, Please um, help me and for it to be you, not me speaking because you gave me this testimony and you are giving me victory. I pray this all in your son's name, amen. Okay. So so I was born Seventh-day Adventist. I went to church every Sabbath. My mom read me Sabbath school lessons all the time. I prayed, mostly just for food. But I never really had a strong connection with God. One day, me and my mom were talking about heaven, and I asked, how do we make it to heaven? She said, if we choose to follow God. In my thinking, I thought that when God comes, it was as easy as choosing if I wanted to get in a car or not. And I'm pretty sure if we all knew it was that easy, we would obviously say yes. Time passed, I was still the same, till one day I realized that that's not what my mom meant. Then I started playing video games, yeah. And to be honest, they were really fun, but They were really addicting. At the time, I had one console, then I got another, and another, depending on what I wanted to play. Video games were my weakness. 
Then my mom s said I wasn't going to get any more video games. It was hard at first, but then I found out that there is a lot more stuff you can do than play something that's not worth time. Now I praise God for the decision my mom made. But the sad part is I was the only one that thought video games went out of style. My brothers to this day play them. And at the time I gave up video games, I started wondering if we were going to make it to heaven. And all the difficulties we had, I thought we just weren't. With those thoughts, I would cry so much. But thank God for my awesome mom, because no matter what time it was, she would talk and pray with me. And those thoughts usually went away. And now, when those thoughts come my way, I just pray to God, and they leave me. Me and my family are not spiritually where we want to be, but we have been changing a lot, and with the help of God, we will get there. Okay. And now, I don't spend much time on video games, but that still needs to change to no video games at all. Now, if you guys could turn with me to Psalm 143.10. Psalm 143.10. And when you guys get there, just say amen. Okay, this is one of my daily prayers, and I encourage you guys to have it as one of your daily prayers, too. It says, Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of the uprighteousness. Okay. I also want to share how I came to Teen Bible Academy. So, yeah, I heard about TBA last year, but never cared much about it. But then I went to... Bible camp, and this guy was talking about it, and wasn't ba as bad as I thought. As the school year passed, I began to not care about TBA again, but about two weeks ago, I heard powerful speakers, and they really touched me. So I was really on fire for God. And that day, I prayed that if it was God's will for me to go to TBA, then for me to go. But if it wasn't, it, w it was okay. And now I am so thankful I came, and it has really been a blessing. Okay, now, could you guys turn with me to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Okay, when you get there, say amen. amen. Okay. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. So um, I encourage you guys all to always trust in the Lord no matter what the dif difficulties are. Okay. Yeah. That was my testimony.